go-to brands are go-tos for a reason, because you know what works best for you and for your customers. Lowe's just added another pro-grade brand, Eaton's Arrow Heart Products, available exclusively in our aisles and online, making us the first retailer to carry the safety and reliability of Arrow Heart electrical products you've been counting on for years. You'll also find Eaton wiring devices for any size job, residential to industrial. Shop Lowe'sforpros.com and pick up in-store, curbside, or ask about job site delivery. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Yo, Comedian Michael Jr. here. I'm so pumped and excited about what we're about to do today. We went to Cincinnati to the doggone Ohio, and we had a blast with these folks. It was about 3,000 of them, and uh, it got a little warm in the room. I don't want people to think that I'm forcing you to do this because you're my daughter. It's the impromptu comedy that happens at a Michael Jr. comedy show. And maybe some impromptu information that ties it all together. It's supposed to be inspirational. It's time for Michael Jr. off the cuff. Dad, can I go play now? Yo, Michael Jr. here. I just want to let you know if you want to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon. Your financial support will be highly appreciated. And depending on what tier you choose, you can get some really cool stuff as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or just hit the link in the show notes. I appreciate you. Yo, Comedian Michael Jr. here. Tell him about our sponsor. Yo, before I say Comedian Michael Jr. here, let me also say with me in the studio is... You don't know your name, dude? I just wasn't certain that you were having me say my own name. I, I don't, I don't. Oh, no. suddenly you Destiny's Child now? Say my name, say my name. Was that TLC? You just get all black groups confused. I think it was the Four Tops. That's what hey, it was. I'm not it was the, the one, I'm not the one who said TLC was Beyonce a couple weeks ago. I didn't weeks say ago. that. You did. No, I didn't. You, did. you said it was Beyonce, pay my bills, no. and it was No Scrubs by Listen, TLC. Man, don't go chasing butterflies, okay? Don't go chasing <laughs> butterflies. Stick to the mosquitoes that you is used to. <laughs> I just think it's mosquitoes. I don't know what it is exactly. So, um, sponsors. Tell them who yes. our sponsor is. MichaelJr.com. So, so excited about the sponsors. Like, I can't even tell you this one sponsor is MichaelJr.com. Yes. And he's doing something for free. Yes, he is. Yes. What is he doing for free? Free break time CD. Free break time CD. You get it, the whole CD. This is the CD that started started off the cuff. You get it for free. You just got to pay for shipping. Yeah. I ain't buying you a stamp. I'm not. You get your own stamp. Anyways, you know stamps are very valuable in prison? I didn't know that. Is that just because, yeah. like, the way of communication to the outside world and everything? Is that why? Or? I don't know. It's just some, like, I did this event in this, at this prison, and this dude walked up to me and said, man, I appreciate it a lot, and he handed me a stamp. I was like... Thanks. But I, <laughs> I didn't realize the value of it until I left. Like stamps, mm-hmm. just in particular prison, it was stamps and, uh, and lettuce. Stamps and lettuce. Anything green. They don't have any green uh, foliage. Is that oh, right? dang. Or foliage. Yeah, foliage. They don't have any Greens in their prison. Anything, yeah. So anything green, they were kind of craving it a little bit, man. So, oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. Someone was craving green on the outside. That's why they got yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get paid though. That's what he was trying to do. Anyway, speaking of um, getting paid though, we do have a non-sponsor sponsor. We have a non-sponsor sponsor. My non-sponsor sponsor. We actually got one that we're going that I just I care about them. I think they're awesome. They do some amazing work, and they're mm-hmm. actually called Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace. I I think these this organization is great. They actually come along women come alongside women who have unplanned pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Nick. Right? Whoa. What? <laughs> I was just getting your attention. I didn't say you had some I, woman. I've been paying attention. Yeah, well, maybe. Or, uh, no, no, no. Ooh, I just, trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping track of that. No, I'm just, I, I'm just trying to support you. 
Embrace Grace is a fantastic <laughs> organization. Amy Ford has an incredible story. It's she an really amazing does. story. They come alongside women who have unplanned pregnancies who may be considering to terminate a pregnancy, and they actually come alongside them and show them a better way to do the thing. So uh, it's not really about what they're against. It's all about what they're for. Yes. And we actually got to meet some of the actual kids who, were, who, who weren't planned. And uh, were you planned, Nick? Nope. How you know? You talked to your parents about it? I did talk to my mom about that. Cool. Yeah. What did she, did she give you, did she, what did she say? How'd that conversation go? I don't want to get into it right now. No, just, I want just, to, Nick. No, I really don't, because we're talking about Embrace Grace, and we need to talk about Amy Ford and her stuff. And then it, no, we yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't get into your personal stuff. Yeah. I'm going to call Gail. Can we call her? No, Gail, no. I just want to find out. What, cool. Uh, let me see. Was I planned, though? Ask me if I was planned. Where are you planned? None of your business, dude. Don't be asking them questions. <laughs> That's what you should have said to me, but you didn't because of the employment thing. Or whatever. Well, you know. You really that. shouldn't take that much. Uh, it almost, almost really went like super. Like, I discovered I do this one. You know, actually, we'll save that for the show. Yeah. This is an awesome organization. They literally, I'm going to see, they're not expecting a call from me, but I'm going to call Embrace Grace just to see what they're, what they're, what is their intro? Like, how do they start this thing out? Yeah. Hey, Morgan. Um, what exactly is Embrace Grace? Oh, good question. So we are a nonprofit ministry. Um, we're, we're based out of Hearst, Texas, but we have um, partnered church groups. Um, we have about 685 of those in um, 47 states and nine countries. But we partner with churches to help them you know, love on single and pregnant young women and their families. So we provide them with a curriculum and the tools to walk out that group. And it's a 12-week group for the girls. Um, and it's not really what, a parenting class. For what girls? Uh, what, when you say girls, what do you mean? Um, oh, yeah, single and pregnant women. Oh. And then what do yeah. you do with them? Um, so we um, get them connected to a church in their area that has an Embrace Grace group. And the group is not a parenting class. It's just really all about the girl's heart and their identities. And um, at the end of that group, the church, um, at the end of the 12-week group, the church throws them a baby shower um, where they get all new baby items. And then um, we have something called a princess day for them where they get their hair and makeup done. And they have a time of ministry where they're served a meal. They are prayed over. Some churches do a prophetic word. Um and then the leaders also, you know, we're, we call, we say like, it's not necessarily like Disney princess day. It's, you know, daughter of the king. So we, you know, put a crown on their head and say, you are a daughter of the most high king and, you know, really celebrate their bravery in this season. And then um, for girls that choose to place their baby for adoption, we have something called a celebration of life party where we really just celebrate, you know, this amazing gift that they're blessing a family with. Wow. That is completely yeah. awesome. Anyway, you're awesome. Thanks for giving us some general information about how you guys get down. I so appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're, like, really you're awesome. So hey, what's the website? Um, yes, it's www.embracegrace.com. Okay, here's a, here's a note. You, you don't have to say www, okay? <laughs> I just want to it's completely unnecessary. I'm just, you add 10 years to your age when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, so the next time somebody asks, just... You can just say the website. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, man, they, they still got rotary foams at that place. But you guys don't. So you guys are awesome. I so appreciate Thank you. Thank you. you so much. And then say the website again. It's embracegrace.com. Very good. I was Nailed just testing it. you to make sure you, <laughs> Thank you. I save all that time from whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. You're awesome. Thank you so much. I love Embrace Grace. Thank you. We love all you, right. too. All right, bye. 
Yo, and that is Embrace Grace. That's what they do, and that's why they're our non-sponsor sponsor. So this episode was all about our sponsor. Really, our non-sponsor <laughs> sponsor. Cool, Nick, so you weren't planned. Yeah, not Lisa, th- were any of your pregnancies planned? Oh, my pregnancies? <laughs> <laughs> I was planned. You were? Yes, my parents planned me. Oh, cool. And my brother. Yeah. Two, Nick was, uh, I think I was. Surprise. I was playing C. He's like, you know what? No, I'm not sure. I don't know. Actually, let me think. My parents was married. I probably need to ask my dad if I was playing. Hmm. Huh. I got nothing. I don't think they had a plan afterwards. So once I got here. (laughs) (laughs) Once they they got here, this is kind of dope. So, um, wow, that was a long piece of non-sponsor sponsor. That wasn't that long. Yeah. Anyway, where were we at, Nick? Tell them where we were in Cincinnati and we had a great time. And they were pretty amazing there. I met a, Mm -hmm. I met, we allowed an opener to go on stage. Yes, we did. We didn't know the opener really, personally. Yeah. The location said, hey, could this guy really be a part of what we're doing? Mm -hmm. And he came back to the green room. He wanted to meet me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you back, were you in the green room when that yeah. happened? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he 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 ran a joke by us. He ran a couple jokes he by ran us. A couple jokes by us to right. see if they were going to be okay. And then, he but didn't. the fact that you feel like you got to run a bias that should tell you something means that you probably know. Yeah. So and then he didn't tell a couple of the other ones that like he told like two thirds of the joke because yeah. there's it was like a you know, like you get a pop, you get a pop, you get another pop, and then you finish it. You do, yeah. the, you do the prestige and really he, hit them with it. Yeah. You if you got to run a joke by somebody before you, but just to make sure it's acceptable, you probably need to do some more math on the joke. You need to reevaluate your decision. Yeah, one paradigm. joke that ended, I'm not going to say what the joke is, I don't remember it that well, mm-hmm. but it ended with, well, why are women allowed to work anyway? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. Like, that can't be your punchline, dude. <laughs> what in the world? No wonder you single. Like, yeah, now you know why. Anyways, and then, um, but I try to explain, because he's young. He's just yeah. starting out. Yeah. I explained to him in the green room, you have to, the audience has to like you first. Yeah. And then you can go a little more. So he already gave him permission to be a little groggly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when I get up there, they still got the groggles. Mm-hmm. And I got to work. Oh, I'm like, yo, people. Anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, well, you're skilled at what you do, so. Yeah, it was fun. I knew I could, if you yeah. dug a hole, I'd better get out of it. Yeah. I, yeah, it was it was cool, though. But yeah. And then what was interesting is he stayed for the show. Yep. I don't know if you, and he sat right up front. Mm-hmm. And about three thirds of the way in. Three thirds of the way. <laughs> Show's over, folks. <laughs> Towards the end of it, after we started doing some of the deeper stuff about purpose, dude was full out in tears crying. Oh man. Like like full, full I mean the audience is always emotional, but he was one of the he stood out as being really I think he's a great kid. Like mm-hmm. comedy is really hard. Especially yeah. I think that was probably his first time in front of three thousand plus people. Yeah. So well, I mean, especially joke, in the, I think he's a brilliant writer. Yeah. It's just about the presentation sometimes. You got to know how to present it and where based off yeah. how much time you have in front of an audience. I mean, because that's, that that's sort of my struggle is just the audience too. Sometimes I purposely do something that's not going to fly just because it's selfish entertainment for myself. Right. But, but I mean, like yeah. just to do it in your own home. Because I remember like when I did stand-up comedy a while ago, a long, long, long time ago. Right. The worst show I've ever had was at my hometown. Yeah, you can't do, man. Listen, Jesus wasn't accepted in his hometown. hometown. Like, I, I don't... Yeah. When I first started doing comedy, I never... I didn't invite... My family didn't know I was doing comedy. <laughs> they had no... I didn't invite anybody. Because if it goes bad... Yeah. Now you living with at least 10 years of awkward Thanksgivings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what are you doing now? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so, hey, remember that time you did your little jokes? <laughs> Snap. It was cute. It's cute. Remember that? What was that joke you did about the people? Oh, mm-hmm. and my first yeah. joke, mm-hmm. my first joke ever on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first time ever on stage on purpose at a comedy yeah. club. Uh, my joke was, uh, it was the joke went over okay. Mm-hmm. But it was a guy who went on before me who was suffering and didn't know it. You ever see a comedian on stage and he is suffering, yeah. but he doesn't, he the last one to know? This dude oh, was suffering and he comes on, the audience is in just, they're done. It mm-hmm. is miserable and he mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> he come off stage and give me a high five. I'm like, dude, I don't want to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Anyway, so. Can I put it on a glove real quick? Yeah, so so I'm on stage. I'm actually writing a book right now, and I'll talk about this. I'm on stage, man, and uh, one of the jokes I did, and I don't do this joke now, but I was, this was, a, this was yeah. 26 years. This was a while ago. I said, hey, whatever happens, bet not nobody. That was my English back then, too, by the way. <laughs> whatever happens, bet not nobody heckle me. Because the last person to heckle me, I hit him in his jaw, then I punched him in his stomach, then I grabbed him by the back of his wheelchair, and I pushed him. <laughs> That was one. That was my first ever. So, so I remember. So I specifically remember getting off stage that night, and the joke wasn't nearly as funny as I just presented it because mm-hmm. I, I know how to present a joke now. But uh, I literally, I put this in my book. I remember sitting down in that Lansing uh, comedy club mm-hmm. and waiting on a producer or a Tonight Show producer or a movie producer to walk up to me and say, hey, we want to put you in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just knew it was going to happen because I made people laugh. I knew that's mm-hmm. how it worked. And I sat there and I waited and I just waited. And I'm like, man, this dude is moving late or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm waiting. And then finally I get a tap on the shoulder. It's the manager of the club. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, buddy, we're about to close. <laughs> I don't, why, why are you still here? So, yeah, I understand what it's like trying to get up on stage. That's yeah. why I let anybody, not anybody, but if, if mm-hmm. there's always a vetting process, yeah. get up on stage, who needs to get on stage, man. Yeah. And that's what happened in Cincinnati. Yeah. And some other things that happened in Cincinnati, who did we talk to? What were some of your favorite parts about this off the cuff? Mike was probably one of my favorites, or Ted called Mike. It's yeah, a, it's, you'll see what that means. Yeah, it's <laughs> Ted. Called Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike Ted. He's a con- he was a construction worker. I yeah. thought that this, this He's one the, under construction. Like those jokes yeah, that the those first dude yeah. did. They were yeah. under construction. <laughs> like it's a, it was a, the reason why I like that is because there was, it was just a nice little, it was a layup. I mean, it was one of those things where like you didn't think that you, he, he didn't think that he was setting you up that easily, but it's just like, turns set out, I'm professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, let's let him listen to the thing. Yeah. And let's go off the cuff. All right. All right. Wow. What's your name, sir? Second row. What's your name? Stuart. Cool. Are you a good one? <laughs> just, just average, just okay? Cool. What do you do, Stuart? Work for Amazon. You work for Amazon. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got anything more specific, Stuart? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, cool. You work for Amazon. That's great. Thanks, Stuart, for that information. He didn't tell us nothing, man. That's awesome. What's your name? What is it? Ted. Cool. Like, your name is Ted for real? What do they call you? They call you Mike? Security? No, for real, your name is like Ted. Oh, that's dope. Ted. Cool. Are you here with anybody, Ted? You just by yourself? Cool. 
Oh, that's dope. I noticed because it was, yeah. But cool. You just hear it by yourself, huh? Cool. Making sure you don't got a duffel bag or nothing. I'm just checking. Make... <laughs> cool. Ted, what do you do? What do you do, Ted? Construction. Oh, cool. Construction, construction. What's your function? That was, I don't know what I'm talking about, Ted. Cool. What kind of construction? How long you been in construction? How long you been doing it? 35 years. Same road, huh? Same one? Yeah, yeah. Hurry up, Ted. That's all I'm saying. Hurry up. <laughs> just be chilling. I never see construction workers working. Ever. When was the last time you saw one working? You see him, but you're like, uh, he's not doing nothing. He's talking about something. Got your little tripod in the middle of the street. Hold on, everybody. Man, what you doing? Taking pictures? All right, let's get started, man. It's cool. I like this audience. Dude, it's a nice hairdo, man. That's what I'm saying. Most white dudes can't pull off a bald head. You can't do it. You can't do it. Do you, have any, you don't have any friends who have a bald head, do you? No, you can't do that. Now, when you're white, a bunch of y'all, skinheads running around, it gets scary. It's weird. It's weird. Like, you got to be the only one. Everybody else got to have hair. You look good, dude. You look really good. Brothers, we can do that all the time. They're like, oh, that's a basketball team. That's what that is. That's what they think. That's what they think. If it's a white dude, they're like, hey, hey, back up. Back up. Back up. It gets weird immediately. Anyway, you look good, man. Most people can't pull it off. You did it. Any coaches here? Anybody coach anything on any level? Anybody coach? Nobody gives back to the community? Just a bunch of people just... What do you coach? Your hands just went up. What do you coach? Did you just lose your job? Your hand went down that fast? With you? What is it? Can you bring my microphone so we can hear what he coaches? Cool. We got a mic guy here. He's going to bring your microphone. What, first of all, what's your name? EJ. What is it? EJ. Sports. <laughs> Great. How do you spell that? <laughs> EJ, what do you letters. do? EJ, what do you do? I run a uh, play for men and women in addiction. You run a play for men and women in addiction. Are you a drug salesman? I'm confused what you just said right now. Oh, you put on like a play to help men and women who are... Uh, or sober living. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, how long have you... What, what sport do you coach? Basketball. Basketball. How long have you coached basketball for? Uh, three or four years. Three or four years. Okay, you got any kids to play? Yeah, until she quit on me. That's great, man. Thanks a lot, EJ. I appreciate that. It just, just turned into a sad story all of a sudden. I don't know what just happened. She just she quit. Maybe you... She didn't like your play. She was like, I'm out of here. This ain't going to work at all. It's a brother right here. I always talk to this brother right here. He got a jacket, a suit on. Where's my mic people at? Can I talk to this brother right here? Brother with an A. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool talking to brothers, too. I just want... What's your name, bro? What's your name? Mark. Mark. Like, is it Mark or is it Mark? Mark. You didn't put a K on it. I didn't know for sure. Okay, cool. What do you do, Mark? Uh, IT consultant. U-T consultant? IT consultant. You do it. Yep. <laughs> okay, and you consult people on how to do it? That's a real job you got, bro. I'm an IT consultant. Hey, you know I want to. You, you, you should probably talk to him because he ain't never did it before, so he, he probably want to know. He's never done <laughs> Y'all should link up. Y'all should link up because he's... Because <laughs> you never... Okay, cool. How long have you been consulting IT? Uh, nine years. Nine years. Oh, that's cool. You seem to know specifically. Like, what happened? Something must have happened at that point. We're like, that's it. And then you just started doing it. Like, what happened nine years ago? Something went down. What was it? 
Well, I was doing it as a, an employee, and I said I might as well get paid better, so I just do it as a consultant. Boom. You, yeah, you was like, I quit it. I'm going to do it over here. That is dope. That is dope. Is there, any, is there a couple here who's been married over 50 years anywhere? Over 5-0, 50 years? I should say it louder. You might be asleep. Is there a couple here who's been married over 50 years? Where at? All right, let me talk to that couple. Can you take the microphone? Cool, slow down, you got them skinny jeans on, you're gonna start a fire. Slow down, slow down. I don't know if he got skinny jeans on, I couldn't tell. I'm not, I ain't looking at his pants. All right, you got the microphone? Yeah, I can't see you because the lights are just bright and stuff. And I, hello. Hello. How are you, what's your name? Uh, my name is Susan. Susan, cool. And Susan, how long have you been married? 53 years. Wow, give him a round of applause. 53 years. That is amazing. That is so awesome. Cool. You guys just, he's just getting back. I guess we're supposed to start over because y'all just getting here. <laughs> you didn't miss that much. That dude do it and he's going to teach him how. That's all you miss. <laughs> 53 years. Cool. How did you meet your husband? Uh, we both flunked out of different colleges. This is starting out great. <laughs> it's a truth. So what, there's a, there was a flunk out meeting somewhere, and I was like, hey, no. my name is Susan, I flunked out. And he was just, he was like, you know what, I like her, she's my style. <laughs> where did you meet at? Like, where were you at, though? Um, we were downtown Cincinnati. I was working in a bank, and he was going to school across the street. Waiting to get, we were both waiting to get back in. Oh, school. cool. So he came up, he, he showed up at he, the bank? He came up with a check. And with a check? Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it must have, it must have been okay. That check must have made it, it through. Was, it was pretty okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you checked him out. That's what you did. You checked him out. He was like, he flunked out, but let me check his account real quick. Cool. And you check, all right, that's cool. And then how did he approach you? What did he say? He told me all about the race car he was working on. Oh, he put the race card? Is that what you said? He put the race card? <laughs> wow. I don't know how that applies here, but okay. He put the race car. Wow. He's like, hey, hey, I'm black. Like, what did he say exactly? No, I'm just playing. He pulled, he told you about the race car, car. he was working on. Okay. Yeah. That was his pickup line? He was like, hey, it, baby, it if you want to go fast. No, I, I said, well... You know, how, how would I get to the races? And he said, well, I don't know. You could have your boyfriend or somebody take you. He was slow, slow. He was smooth. He was smooth. No, not smooth, slow. That is smooth. <laughs> okay. All right. You know he could hear you, I guess, right? Yeah, he did. He's sitting next to her. What do you say? What? <laughs> Can I talk to your husband, please? I just want to find Certainly. out the rest of the story. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Skip. Skip. What's up? Skip. That's a cool name, man. Skip. Is, okay. that, is that what happened, Skip? Tell me, how did y'all meet exactly, Skip? Absolutely dead on. You've been married a while, haven't you, Skip? <laughs> <laughs> Skip is like, listen, I'm not going to get skipped over. I know how this thing works. My wife is 100% right. Everything she said was perfect. All right, Skip, let me ask you this. How'd you propose to her? Um, oh, you want to check with her first? You want to check with her? <laughs> That's what it is, Skip. Well, we dated for a while, and then I just said um, something about... <laughs> you were so you romantic. Should we get married? 
<laughs> you put it in the form of a question? I probably did, yeah. Let me talk back to your wife, Skip. <laughs> Susan, what happened? How did he propose to you? Because he, he skipped over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, he had a ring, and he proposed in the driveway of my house. He liked cars, don't he? He just liked being around cars. It's just a safe move for him. That yeah. is awesome. In the driveway. Cool. In the driveway, yeah. It's very and then, it was, that's okay. It's in the, he had the ring. It was in the driveway. Yeah. He, you know, it's it's just, cool. that's dope. And then 53 years later, boom, here you are. Give him a round of applause. That is dope. Yo, Michael Jr. here. Just wanted to let you know, if you want to support this podcast and help us create more content like this, you can support us financially on Patreon. When you do this, you're also going to probably get some really cool perks as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or hit the link in the show notes. So the off the cuff moment I want to go off the cuff on is the fact that this young man had never performed in such a front of a large audience before and went up there and presented his gift anyways. Like big ups to him. As scary as that is, as intimidating as it could be, he still believes that he has a gift that he wants to present to people. And he did exactly that. Now, of course, it wasn't amazingly perfect. He wasn't completely happy with it, but he put himself in a position where he could learn from what took place. When was the last time you put yourself in a position where you might be vulnerable, yet you learn a large amount because you've put your feet where they need to be so you can gather what you got to gather, so you can truly go off the cuff and accomplish what you're called to do. Look for those opportunities. They're in front of you. They're available. All you have to do is step out there and take them. And I'm telling you, you will be in such a better place as a result of it. Some of my best comedy shows I learn very little from. It's the ones where I struggle that I grow. So what about you? I'm Michael Jr. I love you. I'm out. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Lowe's has all the top gifts for home this holiday. Like Craftsman Tool Storage, made in the USA and available in a selection of sizes, starting at $198. And right now, get a special price on a Lenovo Smart Clock with Google Assistant for just $24.99. Shop gifts in-store or from home on our app and Lowe's.com with free shipping on thousands of items or pick up curbside for contactless service. Valid November 22nd through December 31st, U.S. only.